What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Monday, March 8th. Happy International Women's Day. Here's what you missed while you were out doing you, because you a busy lady. All right, let's start by talking about some good news we finally got from the CDC regarding people that have been fully vaccinated, both doses. You see, up until today, there were no formal guidelines on like what you could do. Should you still wear a mask? What about gatherings? What are the steps to take after your second dose and etc.? Well, we got some answers today. Quote, there's early evidence that suggests vaccinated people are less likely to have asymptomatic infection and are potentially less likely to transmit the virus to others. People who have been fully vaccinated against the vid can take fewer precautions in certain situations, including socializing indoors without masks when in the company of low risk or other vaccinated individuals. If grandparents have been vaccinated, they can visit their daughter and her family, even if they have not been vaccinated, so long as the daughter and her family are not at risk for severe disease, CDC Director Rochelle Walensky said at a press conference Monday. A fully vaccinated person should still take standard precautions like masking and social distancing when in public. Those who are vaccinated are also allowed to refrain from quarantine and testing following a known exposure if asymptomatic but the agency is not adjusting guidance on travel walensky said because a majority of americans still remain unvaccinated and quote yeah we're only at around 10 percent. so then get on it i mean that j and j bakuna is a one-shot killer so if you can get your hands on it jump at the opportunity let's go america All right, I got to talk about this weird new phenomenon that's taking over the art market and online sales. It's called NFTs or non-fungible tokens. So first of all, what is it? All right, NFT is a digital asset and one that can be easily verifiable on the blockchain, similar to Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies. Now, this can be anything from a virtual item in a game to a moment of NBA history. And specifically, it's the moment, not the actual video of the moment, not the rewards from that moment, but just the actual moment. So what's been sold off recently? I mean, there was a video of LeBron James dunking that sold for $208,000. You can watch this video on YouTube, but the moment is owned. You guys remember the Nyan cat, you know, the old internet meme of a cat flying with a rainbow shooting out its ass that sold the original for $580,000. Again, you can still watch this on YouTube. Logan Paul, that crazy YouTuber and super prick made $5 million in a weekend selling NFTs of him opening new Pokemon card packs. Now let's get this straight for two to $5,000. You would own the moment of him opening the pack. You don't get the pack of cards. You don't get to keep the video. He's still monetizing on YouTube. You own the moment. I, I honestly, I, I don't get it. Uh, there's there's way too much money floating around entitled hands. The idea, I guess, is that eventually it will increase in value. But I mean, I don't know, does air increase in value? Because that's really all you're buying. I mean, I kind of get it for things like digital art, right? That's easily reproducible, right click, save as. But if you want to really own it and say that you own it, sure, you'll have a digital certificate. A digital artist named Beeple is auctioning off a collage of his daily artwork at Christie's, a respected auctioning site. It's currently at a $4 million bid. Now that makes sense. 
Kind of. I mean, it's art. But Jack Dorsey selling his first tweet for one and a half million dollars? That's just dumb. I mean, what are you going to do with his tweet? This sounds like a way for already wealthy celebrities to squeeze more money out of the rest of us, which again proves there's just too much money out there. All right, where's my piece, wealthy citizens of the world? You want to buy this episode of the podcast? I'll sell it. Or why not just buy me a coffee? Hit the support link in the show notes. Okay, admittedly, I don't watch as much NBA as I used to. But one thing I do know is that four superstars on a team is, well, I I mean, it's got to be a setup, right? Because the Brooklyn Nets today officially signed Blake Griffin away from the Detroit Pistons. He gave up $13 million to go to free agency and then sign with New Jersey. I mean, Brooklyn. Apparently, he signed for the league minimum of $1.2 million. The quote says, we're fortunate to be able to add a player of Blake's caliber to our roster at this point in the season. Now, Griffin, a six-time All-Star and five-time All-NBAer, is an accomplished player in that sense. He even adds more name recognition to a team with Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and DeAndre Jordan. But nearing 32 with a major athletic decline, Griffin has a far lower current caliber. End quote. Yeah, he's not the same Blake that came in the league and dunked over Kias out in LA. But this also ain't no B squad either. They're really going for it. We'll see if this works out for them. All right, so last week, Google made a huge announcement that seemed to shock the tech world. They would no longer offer personalized, targeted ads that track you around the internet. Yay! Huge win for privacy! Except they mentioned really quickly that they would still track you and offer personalized ads on things that Google owns. Like, you know, Gmail, Waze, Google, Google Maps, and um, the Chrome browser. Yeah, it's... Kind of like if Brave is the privacy browser, Chrome is the anti-privacy browser. By the way, you know it still tracks you in incognito mode, right? You can never hide from the great googly moogly. All right, so it's no shock that also last week we hear from Brave that they're building their own search engine to compete against Google, completely separate from Google's engine as well. See, other privacy-focused search engines like DuckDuckGo still rely on Google results and spiders, but Brave says this will be a privacy preserving alternative. Brave, by the way, is that privacy-focused Chrome alternative. See, it's Chrome, even with all the Chrome extensions that they support, but without the Google as much as possible. Give it a shot. They should sponsor me, but they don't. I really just like them. Brave.com or just use a Mac and Safari. You'll go further. And finally, If power issues come back to bite Texas's off-the-grid, electric-grid ass soon, well, they'll just be able to plug it into a new giant battery. I'm, I'm not kidding. Quote, Elon Musk will construct a large battery that will connect to the Texas grid. Gambit Energy Storage, which is registered as a Tesla unit, is building an over 100 megawatt energy storage project in Angleton, Texas. The battery could power about 20 thousand homes in peak summer end quote cue the energizer bunny rabbit right about now since elon just keeps going and going and going and going well my beautiful people those are my top five news stories of the day now of course 
For those of you that listen to the show often, you know I'm going to leave this time for my bonus ranting news. A couple of things we found out also over the weekend. Uh, the COVID relief bill got signed by the Senate and is heading back to the House to get finalized and to Joe Biden's desk. So there may be relief coming soon. They say checks should end up going out before the end of the month. So if you qualify for those, look forward to that. Also, Jack Dorsey, I mentioned him before, CEO of Twitter, also CEO of Square. Uh, Square decided to purchase Tidal, a music streaming subscription from Jay-Z, and Jay-Z gets a seat on the board of Square. I'm not exactly sure why, but they do for each other. I have a feeling it has something to do with cryptocurrency, blockchain, being able to verify sales for artists. I don't know, Tidal's a very artist-first streaming company. We'll see what happens, but I'm not exactly sure what's here other than Jay-Z get another payday. And finally, there's a shit ton of people talking about this Meghan and Harry thing. I'm, I don't like talking about the Royals. I mean, I feel like they get talked about enough. It does seem kind of suspect, but I also did watch The Crown, and I'm not too shocked of all the things that they're saying. I'm kind of surprised that Meghan was shocked that it wasn't the fairy tale life she thought it would be. Has she not seen The Crown? Sucks being a royal. Anyways, that's all I got for you guys. Thanks once again for listening to the show. If you're not already subscribed, remember, give that subscription button a push and tell your friends how they can also get a daily TLDR of the news over at top5at5.com or on their favorite podcast platform. We'll talk again tomorrow. As always, remember, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated. If you're looking for an update, catch up with Quest because you know I got you with the news.